life, love, relationships. Wait, we're going to give away all our secrets? Welcome to The Man Perspective with K-Man and the Dawn. This is The Man Perspective, and today's topic is a very interesting topic. Today's topic is how do you know if you're a racist? That's actually a very interesting question. To me, at least, I think a person will know if they're racist if they just simply judge people, not by personality or actions, but more by religion, skin color, you know, disability, what they see on the surface. You know, people have a tendency to make snap judgments about people based on just simply what they see. And if a person is always snapping to a judgment based on only what they see and not knowing that person or getting to know that person, yeah, you you may have a touch of uh, racism in you. Well, you know what? You also have to look at the company that you keep, right? Your friends. And you have a variety of friends. You have very mixed friends. I have very mixed friends. And sometimes you get around them and they may say some racist remarks that you get or you don't get. And you tend to look at them a little differently and say, well, you know, that's a racist mark he made. But, you know, you might laugh or what have you, you know, because you're going along with the program. But how do you know that you don't feel the same way? To a certain degree, you know, like, do you feel uncomfortable when, say, for example, you're around blacks or if you're around Asians or Indian or other people from other descent? Is there uncomfortability that you may come across? Not for me. Maybe, you know, another person in the room may, but. But now have your friends ever made a comment in regards to another ethnic group and you just never really thought about it or. How did you feel? Probably. I can't remember any specific ones, but I have some dumbass friends. I mean, I have a friend that says weird stuff all the time. And most of the time, it's an off-color remark. It's usually positioned towards the female gender. You know, we've been in public sometimes when uh-huh. he's made those comments. And I just kind of look at him like, what are you, stupid? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, don't, don't say that. Come on. <laughs> Like, you kind of give them that sideways look, and I'm just like, no, what are you doing? Now, everybody in the room is looking at you, including me. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because, you know, I had a friend a long time ago back in uh, in college. His name was Joey. He's an Italian guy, and he used to always walk around and say, you know, comments like to women, she freaking wants it, or this one wants it, you know. I used to say, dude, how do you know she wants it, man? You could tell, you could tell, man. She, I'm like, dude, where do you get that concept? You know? So it's a way of how he kind of deals with it. You know what I mean? Because the way he deals with it is like, hey. Everybody wants him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He gives that impression. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where that's really not the case. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? The case. <laughs> If I was around that, if I heard it, if it's something that they did often, right? Yeah, he does it often. I mean, you're around him, we walk in the street, you walk in the grocery store, or you're walking down the street, or we in the park. So, oh, you see that girl over there? She freaking wants it. Oh, my God. Everybody freaking wants it. There's no more fussing about what's outside. I hope you got that air condition blazing, because it's definitely hot outside, and we're about to bring that heat on the man perspective with K-Man and K-Man.
My one friend who I was talking about earlier who does say a lot of inappropriate comments, especially in public, he kind of comes off the same way. Like he thinks everybody wants him. And I'm just like, man, I've known you for 10 years. Nobody <laughs> wants you. Like, right. <laughs> if they she only even knew. Of you. <laughs> Not only that, she ain't even thinking of you, boo. Exactly. You know? She didn't even see you when she walked in. She don't past. even see you. And you, you know, oh, yeah, she won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't tell. <laughs> you, you cannot tell. I don't know where you get that from. I think but. that comes from an ego standpoint. It has to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my man, Joey, he was a, he was a crack up, man. He used to crack me up all the time with that. But he was serious. I mean, he was flat out serious, man. That was his that was his nature. That was his go-to saying, man. And he would use that. If I was around that though and heard that on a constant basis, I would have to challenge it. And I'd have to be like, you know what? If everybody wants you, do tell. What's your secret then? Like, how do you know? Tell me what the secret is that you apparently know that the rest of us don't. And then, of course, they're going to be like, ah, oh, well, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. But, I mean, we kind of got off topic on that one, though. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but my whole point was, does being racist make you uncomfortable? If someone was around me saying racist comments, it would definitely make me uncomfortable. No need for it. To me, that is simply judging a person based on what you see. And a lot of the times, me being someone with a disability... That happens to me often. They look at me like I'm damaged. And you don't know me, though. So it's like, don't judge unless you take the time to actually get to know that person. So you think they just judge you right away just by just how Absolutely. you look or so forth? You know, whether it be the color of your skin or, you know, any disability, they automatically look at you and think one way. And then when they get to know you, they see that it's another way. Yes, Absolutely. And I've actually had that happen where, you know, I've met someone, got to know them a little bit better over time. And, you know, they've actually said, like, you're nothing like how I judged you when I initially saw you. And my reaction to that was, well, that's kind of weird. Why? And it's like, well, you know, you see a guy on crutches, one leg, and automatically your mind thinks, well, he's disabled. He's He's broken. And I was like, well, yeah, maybe you do, but that's not how I think of myself. It's a brand new year. Well, we got a brand new president. I know you didn't vote for them, but hey, we got a new president. And he got a lot of work to do. But while he's doing that, make sure you tune in to The Man Perspective. If you didn't know, we're still in the middle of one of those, you know, pandemic epidemic things. But that's okay. Stay inside. Get cozy. Tune in to The Man Perspective with K-Man and The Duck. That's interesting because, see, me, on the other hand, being a black man, an African-American, I'm automatically judged regardless of who or what I am. Because as soon as they see my color, it's automatically... And that's a shame. They think in one way. You follow what I'm saying? Like, they won't see anything beyond that. For whatever reason, it is a shame. And that's why a lot that's happening in America today is because they kind of prejudge you on, you know, who you are just by the color of your skin. Yeah, you know, I was watching a very interesting movie called Higher Learning. I don't know if you had a chance to see that. It's a movie out called Higher Learning with Ice Cube in the movie. And it talks about them being in college. Okay. And 
it gives you an idea of the college atmosphere, what college is all about, how it is for both, you know, when people come from different backgrounds and how they all go on this campus and what the campus life or the college life is. Okay. So what happens is an incident happens where this guy rapes this girl, right? At a frat party. And, you know, she happened to be Caucasian, who was a good friend of an African-American woman. And so she called her black friends, of course, her African-American friends, and said, let's go over to this white frat house and find the guy that raped my roommate. Because they, they was actually roommates, right? You know, the white girl, the Caucasian girl was a roommate of the African-American girl. So they go over to the frat house and she says, pick the guy out. Who's the guy that tried to rape you at the party? So she picked the guy out and the guys beat her up. You know, the, the black guys grabbed them and, you know, beat him up and stuff like that. Then the cops came, right? When the cops came, they said, uh, okay, everybody break it up. And they went specifically towards the African-American group and said, okay, you know, you guys break it up. Show's over. Keep it moving. So Ice Cube says, well, wait a minute. You telling us to break it up. But what about all those Caucasian guys over there? They ain't moving. So if they can stand over there, he said, we can stand over here together. And that's when he turned around and looked at the Caucasian group and said, okay, you guys, you know, hang it up. And then on top of that, one of the Caucasian guys pulled a gun on one of the black guys. So he was like, you know, this guy didn't pull the gun on this man and y'all need to go find out who it was or who it is. You know, and so instead of you telling us, you know, break it up and go home, he's like, we all on this campus, you know, what are you talking about? And they was like, okay, we want to see some IDs. Like, don't show them nothing. Don't need to show no ID because I'm on this campus just like you on this campus and everybody's Mm -hmm. on this campus. And so you don't ask the white Caucasian people for their IDs. So why you come to us? Because we're black, because yeah. we're on this campus, too, and we're students on this campus. So why you want to ask for ID? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of interesting. You know, even jokingly, I remember Dave Chappelle made a joke about it. He said he was driving with a Caucasian friend, right? Now, his Caucasian friend is driving. He's a passenger. They get pulled over by the cops, and the cops asked him, for his ID. And he's like, why are you asking me for my ID when he's driving? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the white guy's driving. He's like, I'm not driving. Yeah. <laughs> he said, this guy's driving and you asking me for my ID, for my license to register. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, dude, I'm not driving. This is the guy that's driving and you ain't asking him for his I think ID. it's very strange. I mean. Is that kind of strange or is that racist? You know what I'm saying? Man, I can't believe they said that. I can't believe it happened. It did on The Man Perspective with K-Man and the Don. When I'm a passenger in a car, I don't usually bring ID with me because I'm not driving. Actually, you know what? I The last time one of my friends was driving and got pulled over, which was just before all this COVID pandemic crap started, he did get pulled over and I was asked for ID. You know, the cops come up to the passenger side now, which really throws me off too. And he's like, you know, you got ID? And I'm like, why would I have ID? You see a steering wheel on this side of the car? Right. It, it's not London. <laughs> exactly. This is not, you're right. This is not Europe. So what do I need license registration for? <laughs> like, I'm no, I don't have ID. And he's like, well, you should always carry ID. Why? For what? It's a driver's license. Driver's license. Do I look like a driver? 
no, I'm on the right side of the car. No steering wheel. And then, you know, he just kind of rolled his eyes at me and then they actually got to the real problem, which was whatever the hell he did. I think he did like, you know, 30, 25, some stupid crap. Now think about that, that instance. Now, had that been a black American mm. man, do you think it would have went as smooth as it went? Probably not. <laughs> you, you felt what I'm saying? You know, why you don't have ID? And, you know, get out the car. Let me, yeah. you know, check everything because you don't have ID. And it's like, but dude, I'm not driving. What are you asking me to get out the car for when I'm not driving? Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. I mean, but that's racism. But, I mean, in order to figure out if you're a racist, I mean, just basically look at the comments that you say. Watch the people that you keep in your circle, your friends. Notice their response. And if you're more aligned or agreeing with some of the rhetoric that they adhere to, then, yeah, you may be considered a racist. Not knowingly, but now you know. Signs to look out for, you know, of what you need to do to see if you are a racist. So hit us up at The Man Perspective at themanperspective at gmail.com and let us hear your perspective. Now you heard our perspective. It's time to hear yours. Get at us at themanperspective at gmail.com or use the hashtag themanperspective.